Yeah, not gonna lie, December, usually a pretty tough month down in the content mines. And uh, as we get closer to our holiday break, we usually have to pad things out a bit by looking back at an entire year. But oh lord, the world has gifted us with multiple, but at least in this video, one specific story uh, for the last, one of the last episodes of the year for us. Like, it is just a gift that was handed down. Santa came down our content chimney and delivered us the best content of the year. It's uh, great. He gave us what we wanted without us even knowing it's what we wanted. Exactly. But it's a distillation of so many things that yeah. we love. It, it has it all, and it really feels like the universe has tied together damn near every plot line that we've been covering over the past few months. With a nice little bow. I know, into something like ridiculous that you wouldn't actually believe it was real unless you saw it from an official source, which it came from. It really, really feels like a parody, but it isn't. It is just the former president of the United States of America hyping up his fan base for hours before unveiling the official Donald Trump NFT collection. Yes! And we, yes! we swear to you, this is real. And before we show you the video, which is incredible, we have to lead you into it with the same excitement and anticipation that Trump gave to his deranged fan base. Like, the, that's the, the best part. Yeah. This, he didn't just drop this out of the blue. This, mm -mm. this came with all sorts of anticipation. Cheeses, could uh, be anything. Wow, what, yeah. what could it be? So yeah, earlier this week, Trump posted to his own social media platform, Truth Social, where he once again ignited his base with the promise of something big on the horizon. A major, major announcement. Yeah. That could mean anything. I mean, and it comes at a time where people are starting to wonder if uh, Trump's actually going to do anything after his previous major announcement. You know, that he's running for president again. You, th you would think he would have taken off running, but so far the only thing to come out of that is he hung out with uh, two extremely racist people. Yeah. Um... And then walked back his his uh, support of them like a, like a little bitch. On the one hand, him... Uh remaining relatively, relatively quiet is a good thing because of the multiple cases against him, uh, including the stolen documents case. It's just weird. I mean, I, I worry for the guy. I'm not used to this kind of radio silence, especially when the campaign is up and running. Uh, so it's, it's good to have proof of life. That's the thing is, it, so this week, just the shot in the arm that this campaign needed. Just the excitement. Yeah. Everyone was on the Something edge of their seat. Something big is coming. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Running mate, what could it be? What could it be? Yeah. Anyone with a brain knew that whatever the announcement was, it was going to be stupid and inconsequential, but that didn't stop half the country from wasting 24 hours coming up with nonsensical guesses as to what this big announcement was. Maybe he was going to finally be able to rip that shirt off and show Superman underneath it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, since Henry Cavill's out, he might be the next Superman. We don't know. Yeah. But the, the various uh, theories that were floated were maybe that he was going to announce a running mate. Could it be Kanye West even? Okay. Doubt it. Uh, <laughs> the more realistic thing that I saw was uh, Kerry Lake was going to be his running mate. Um, it could be that he saved all the children around the world from evil. Yeah. Uh, was he going to post all the classified documents that he stole straight on the Truth Social, a la the Truth Files? No. No, it was none of that. But to be fair, with the gift of hindsight, it is pretty clear that he was about to launch the most hilariously mistimed NFT drop ever. An NFT drop that is so hilariously depressing that even some of his more loyal followers are scratching their heads and contemplating their choices in life. So, I mean, just imagine. You've spent 24 hours thinking of all the things that this big announcement from your favorite president could be. And keep in mind that this man was in charge of the entire country until fairly recently. 
All right, now here's what everyone woke up to on Thursday morning. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump, hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump digital cards, just like a baseball card or other collectibles. Here's one of the best parts. Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but it's what we have. Or golf with you and a group of your friends at one of my beautiful golf courses, and they are beautiful. I'm also doing Zoom calls, a one-on-one -on -one meeting, autographing memorabilia, and so much more. We're doing a lot. My official Trump digital trading cards are $99, which doesn't sound like very much for what you're getting. Buy one and you will join a very exclusive community. It's my community, and I think it's something you're going to like, and you're going to like it a lot. They also make perfect gifts. So you can buy them with your credit card or crypto. All you need is an email address. Go to collecttrumpcards.com and buy your Trump digital trading cards right now before they are all gone, and they will be gone. This is my first official Trump trading card NFT collection, and you get a chance to meet me. Go to collecttrumpcards.com right now, and remember, Christmas is coming, and this makes a great Christmas gift. Oh, it's so beautiful. It, it is truly a work this. of art. I needed this. this. This is... This makes everything worth it. I questioned my own sanity when watching it. I would gladly trade another million American lives lost to COVID-19 <laughs> for more Trump NFT Everyone always says, was it worth it? And the answer is clearly yes once yeah, you've seen this I, video. You can't argue with the results. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, literally one of the most embarrassing videos we've ever seen. A video that would be cringy and depressing if it were just just any washed up celebrity. But it's so much worse that this was posted by a washed up celebrity who also happens to have been the most recent and also your most favorite, better than Lincoln, better than Washington, mm -hmm. president of the United States of America. Exactly. We cannot stress enough how much this makes the entire country look like a big old joke on the world stage. Not that... <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not that we didn't already, but come on. Absolutely pathetic, unredeemable, but also hilarious in the sense that there couldn't have been a worse time to announce these uh, digital collectibles. I don't think, does he himself say the letters NFT? NFT. Digital baseball card. He explains it because he's explaining it for his audience, which yeah. is boomers who have no idea what this is. They just yeah. want to give Trump People more money. People that uh, Google how to open PDF uh, are going to get themselves a crypto wallet and um, head on OpenSea and pick up a Trump NFT. That's that's going to happen. Especially right now with um, everything that's in the actual mainstream news about crypto and NFTs. Well, this is how they come back. Yeah. So yeah, not only is Trump well over a year too late to actually ride the artificially created NFT wave, but he's dropping them at a time when crypto is in the worst position it's been in for years. During a week where the government is investigating and making arrests in connection with one of the biggest crypto marketplace crashes of all time, and multiple lawsuits are being filed against various participants in this grift. I do love some of the reactions I've seen from uh, the right on Twitter. It, it, they are legitimately baffled and embarrassed by this post. It is some, it, 
it looks unless like it's all code words about that uh, is there is a theory about that in Q. Uh, but yeah. um, this is crazier because like it really feels like he's doing this against his will. Like he, it, it just feels that way because who, without some kind of like desperate obligation, would release this themselves? Yeah, it's it's very strange, especially someone who claims to be a billionaire. Yeah, or the, even a millionaire. It raises a lot of questions. And answers none of them. No. Uh, but honestly, we would not have this any other way. No. We couldn't have constructed something so perfect. And we're going to read you another description of this NFT drop from the former president himself. And while we're reading from his official post on Truth Social, we're going to show you some of these amazing collectibles on screen so you can see what you can get your little digital hands on. There's, there's things like Trump as a fighter pilot, Trump as an Old West-style sheriff, Trump as a football coach, Trump as an astronaut, obviously one where Trump is a superhero, and countless others. And yeah, based on the characters and the art itself, it would be safe to assume that all of these were made by or at least partially created by artificial intelligence. They just have that uncanniness to them. And it's like, it does the same thing that the other AI apps do where it's like, remember what you wanted to be for Halloween as a kid? We're gonna turn you into all those using the brilliance of AI and thousands of other people's drawings and creations. Yeah. Um, it, it just feels like that. But anyways, here's some more collectibles on screen uh, and the post that Trump included with his big announcement video. Major announcement. My official Donald Trump digital trading card collection is here. These limited edition cards feature amazing art of my life and career. Collect all of your favorite Trump digital trading cards. Very much like a baseball card, but hopefully much more exciting. Go to collecttrumpcards.com and get your cards now. Only $99 <laughs> each would make a great Christmas gift. Don't wait. They will be gone, I believe, very quickly. Yes, the president clearly wrote that. Yeah, I... Although, at this point, an AI could very much mimic the president's speech patterns and the way that he constructs oh, sentences. Yeah. I mean, look, when it comes down to it, especially when it comes to the video for this, there is, for maybe the first time, there is nothing that we can really say or do that makes this any funnier than no it already notes. is. No notes. <laughs> Zero notes, sir. This is the clearest example yet of reality being more insane than any parody could be. I mean, I guess we could point out that Trump very clearly states that these art pieces are depicting moments from his life and career. Remember when I was a cowboy? <laughs> Remember when I went into space? A life and career that, uh, in his reality, is clearly far more interesting than we have ever known. That's the thing. Like, if he wanted to do this for real, he's like, uh, here's me banging supermodels at the uh, 1989 Victoria's Secret uh, fashion show. Yep, yep. No, it's it's insane. Uh, instead, it's the hopes and dreams of a seven-year-old. Yeah, it's very strange. I want to be a big, tough sheriff. I want to I want to be an astronaut. It's... Odd. Here's but, the time I figured out a legal loophole to evict all the black people living in the Trump apartments I owned in the 70s. It yes. was great. Uh, look, the whole thing is insane, and I cannot believe it's real, but I appreciate that it exists, and the fact that this is the most recent former president of the United States, within the next president's term, posting like info, like like infomercials that would air on Fox or Newsmax in the middle of the night, starring yeah. some nobody. He's doing it very publicly. Um, but yeah, it's it's amazing to know that uh, former President Trump has also gone to space and been a sheriff and whatever the hell else, uh, a football coach. 
with all this extra time, I've been learning about something called the blockchain. You guys heard of this? It's, uh, it's a digital legend. But it's truly incredible stuff. I mean, SNL, they should just play the entire announcement video in full as if it's a sketch because you simply cannot improve it. Actually, fuck it. It's the last news dump of the year. Let's just do like teachers used to do when it was the uh, day before a break. Turn the lights down, roll out the TV, and let everyone relax a bit. Let's watch this brilliant piece of filmmaking one more time. Fuck it. And if our video does get struck, who cares? It's the end of the year. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump. Hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump digital cards just like a baseball card or other collectibles. Here's one of the best parts. Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but it's what we have. Or golf with you and a group of your friends at one of my beautiful golf courses, and they are beautiful. I'm also doing Zoom calls, a one-on-one -on -one meeting, autographing memorabilia, and so much more. We're doing a lot. My official Trump digital trading cards are $99, which doesn't sound like very much for what you're getting. Buy one and you will join a very exclusive community. It's my community. And I think it's something you're going to like and you're going to like it a lot. They also make perfect gifts. So you can buy them with your credit card or crypto. All you need is an email address. Go to collecttrumpcards.com and buy your Trump digital trading cards right now before they are all gone, and they will be gone. This is my first official Trump trading card NFT collection, and you get a chance to meet me. Go to collecttrumpcards.com right now, and remember, Christmas is coming, and this makes a great Christmas gift. I'm so happy. What a way to end the year. There's no way Kevin Spacey's going to top this one. <laughs> I, I, actually, he didn't do one last year, did yeah, he? But well. every year before that, uh, since the allegations, he was doing Christmas videos with, like, notable, yeah. uh, like, placing things just in certain very ways. Very ominous, uh, yeah, just fucked vibes. But what a way to end the year. And we, by the way, everyone keeps saying uh, that we're already on break. No, we have one or well, two more videos you after this. You see, I know these people are slow. They're like me. You yeah. can't, if you tell them you're going on a break, they'll be like, all right, they're on a break. No, but that's the thing is I, I did it to prepare so that people didn't wonder where we were, no. even though it's obvious that we would be taking a you, break. You don't tell them you're leaving. You, you go out for a pack of cigarettes and you just never just come, back. come back. Yeah, so many people on Twitter are like, it's a real <laughs> shame. Even before the, because uh, obviously with the Donald Trump thing, people were like, mm -hmm. real shame you guys are already done for the year. But it was like the, the Musk thing from like a day or two ago. People were like, real shame you're done already. And it's like, no, we're... Don't worry. You'll know when we're done because no videos will go up. Don't leave YouTube yet. It'll be, yeah, we'll go out for a pack of smokes. and then Never come back. You'll be on your own, mm. all alone on Christmas. Yeah. Anyways, we have the second half of the show to get to. And yes, God damn it, we will talk about Elon Musk again. But first, we have to make up for the advertising revenue that we might lose by showing, by all, showing those all those full clips. Yeah. Luckily, this episode is sponsored by Stamps.com. Mm-hmm. Right about now, seasonal excitement or dread is really starting to settle in, especially for small businesses. Slaying through traffic to get to the post office, inbox more like a blizzard than a winter wonderland, rushing to send cards and gifts to your loyal clients, 
It's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com. Sign up now and you'll be printing your own postage in minutes. It's the 24-7 post office that you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle. With Stamps.com, you can skip the trip and never waste another dollar or minute. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer so you can spend less time at the post office and more time running your business. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, saving them time, money, and stress. And with inflation on the rise, every dollar counts. So protect those margins with major discounts on USPS and UPS rates with up to 86% off. Use Stamps.com to print postage wherever you do business. All you need is a computer and a printer. And if you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. By the way, if you run an online store, Stamps.com works seamlessly with all the major shopping carts and marketplaces. So get ahead of the holiday chaos this year and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code NEWSDUMP for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code NEWSDUMP. That is Stamps.com with code NEWSDUMP for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. And back into the news now, and like we alluded to, I guess we should give you a quick update on how Twitter, at the behest of Elon Musk, is now restricting posts that uh, could be considered doxing. We we touched on this in Tech News Day, but uh, uh, some uh, some things have happened since that uh, kind of go in the face of this policy. But yeah. whatever. Uh, he's talking about um, stuff that he doesn't like, like publicly available flight tracking, and then stuff that seemingly gets wrapped up in his very broad net that he's casting here, like uh, posting photos of someone. Okay. Uh, seems like a hell of a lot more restrictive than the free speech utopia that he was trying to build, but I, what do we know? We don't have the billionaire mindset. Either way, the discourse and general confusion over Twitter's constantly updating and evolving policies has resulted in some more hilarious dunks on the site's owner and CEO. Like this one, where Musk tweeted, Real-time posting of someone else's location violates doxing policy, but delayed posting of locations are okay, with an attached update from Birdwatch that states, Publishing flight records is protected under the First Amendment, and then directly, directly cites a court case that defined that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's also ironic that Musk immediately doxed someone. <laughs> his definition, doxed someone, Yeah. after announcing his no-doxing policy. But it's clear at this point that Musk is just making up rules as he goes along, regardless of whether or not they make any sense or are even legal. It really just appears as though he wanted an excuse to ban the Elon Jet account one that tracks his private jet, mm -hmm. which he has successfully done. But all of this could just be a distraction from the fact that Elon sold off an additional $3 billion worth of Tesla stock this week. Who knows? Could be anything. Anyways, over in the more straightforward entertainment news side of things, though, it looks like another dramatic saga has come to an end, at least for now. Because James Gunn has ripped the proverbial band-aid and announced that the Snyderverse, or the DCEU, or whatever you want to call it, it's over. It's over, pal. And, and, you know, if if you need to talk to someone, there are phone numbers. Yes. I wish you'd step down from that ledge, my friend. Exactly. Uh, but in a totally baffling turn of events for at least one actor in particular, this has resulted in the loss of two jobs. Yeah. Because despite reportedly leaving his role on Netflix's Witcher series with the sole intention of reprising his role as Superman, Henry Cavill has been told that his services are no longer needed. And look, the... Obviously, this sucks for him. Um, he was a good Superman. I wish he ever got decent material to work with. Work with, but he didn't. Yeah, but look, we have no idea who the hell gave him the confidence to drop everything and come back to the Superman role. 
uh, a few short months ago. It, it appears to have been The Rock. But there's simply no way he could have assumed that he'd be playing this character for an extended period of time. I mean, especially with the sea changes at DC, right? I mean, he's also technically been Superman for 10 years. It's okay to switch things up. In fact, that seems to be where DC films actually shine. So they're going to get someone like fucking Harry Styles or... Oh, that would be perfect. Or He's already in the WB uh, they're gonna get him, Rolodex. Or they're going to get... Who's that other twink? The one in Dune? Uh, Timothy Chalamet. They're mm -hmm. going to get him. They're going to ruin it. They're going to ruin it. I need a big, tough hunk like Henry Cavill. Not some, not some twig-armed twink. Well, too bad. <laughs> anyway, either way, people are being extremely emotional. They're being very extra about this. And mm -hmm. while we're sure that some people are upset, we want to let you know that everything's going to be okay. These are just fictional... Motion pictures. He's a, he, it's not as if the government has stripped the uh, powers from Henry Cavill. Uh, this, they, actually, this feels like a. it's basically the documentary version of what happened in Dawn of Justice. Yeah. And someone's going to get gran, Granny's iced tea or whatever, and he's going to drink <laughs> piss real soon. Uh, luckily, James Gunn has made himself readily available as a lightning rod for hostility while doing a great job of just ignoring all the vitriol and continuing on with his plan for the studio, which includes writing his own Superman movie. Here's Variety with more. Things are heating up in Metropolis as DC Studios co-head James Gunn has announced he is writing a new feature film about Superman. In step with the new project, Gunn has also revealed that Henry Cavill will not return as the hero. Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year, the director-turned-label chief tweeted Wednesday evening. Continues, among those on the slate is Superman. In the initial stages, our story will be focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. But we just had a great meeting with Henry, and we're big fans, and we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. Sources close to DC told Variety that Gunn, his co-president Peter Safran, and Cavill met recently and are all energized to find something in the comic book universe for Cavill to tackle. Cavill confirmed that he would not be reprising the role of Superman in a statement shared on Instagram. So, look, hey, there you go. At the very least, it appears as though they're going to find something for him in their universe, if it's the right fit. And in the meantime, Cavill has all the time in the world to make a live-action Warhammer movie or series or whatever with Raul. He can really nerd out now. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, this is kind of a win-win. And it also marks, uh, satisfyingly, the end of the Snyderverse, the official end, and makes the remaining release schedule kind of awkward and funny to watch. There, the Aquaman movie is going to end with the entire Earth being flooded through global warming and everyone dies. And he's going to zoom out and someone's going to be flushing a toilet. And the Flash movie is, uh, he, the, he's going to accidentally destroy the universe. And like, well, Snyderverse. And he refuses gone. to run fast enough to revert no, it. Nah. Actually, I think we're done here. I'm good. And it fades to black. I don't know. It could be kind of cool. Anyway, in a second, we're going to do a little bonus content and let you know some of our favorite content, our favorite music books and other stuff from this past year. But first... OC and Gotham actor and crypto skeptic Ben McKenzie testified in front of the Senate this week, slamming FTX and cryptocurrencies in general. It's fantastic work by McKenzie, as usual, and it's good to have someone who is as well-spoken as him up there going to bat for people, also as handsome. Very handsome. So, uh, you know, he, we know he's an actor, but that, that makes it just easier for him to get his points across. He's engaging. He knows it's, how it's to... It's like when Jon Stewart explains to, to politicians. It's like, okay... 
Yes, Clint, he knows how to work a room. And uh, I can't wait for his book. He's apparently very close to finishing his book. It's supposed about to be released in July of next year. Uh, he said he interviewed SBF like before all this legal shit for like an entire day. So yeah. some very interesting shit should come out of that. I'm yeah. excited to read it. But all right, rolling the TV back out here for the class. Uh, here's some clips from his testimony, and we will leave links to the full thing in the description below, as always. Mm -hmm. Have a look. These companies valued at more than $32 billion earlier this year, are today worth less than nothing. In fact, they are eight billion in the hole. The demise of FTX and Alameda represent the most spectacular corporate downfall since Bernie Madoff's Ponzi scheme imploded in the wake of the great financial crisis. FTX and Alameda owe enormous sums to supposedly sophisticated investors, such as venture capital firms and hedge funds. And like Madoff, they also owe a lot of money to regular people. According to FTX, some 1.2 million retail traders, AKA regular folks, and 5 million worldwide have lost access to the money they entrusted to FTX. It is unclear when, if ever, they will get any of that money back. They have been lied to in ways both big and small by a once seemingly mighty crypto industry whose entire existence, in fact, depends on misinformation, hype, and yes, fraud. In my opinion, the cryptocurrency industry represents the largest Ponzi scheme in history. All right, so um, best of the year. I mean, uh, this is going to be really, really loose. Uh, we were going to do like maybe a live stream or video, but it, like, look, I'm tired. I want to have a break. I got my notes out. Yeah, so we want to go over some of the stuff that we really enjoyed this year as far as the world of entertainment. Um, I mean, I, I'll try to find some of the best official links to specific stuff. Like, I can't link you to, like, what do you want me to go to? Link you to a movie page? But Google. Like, Google.com. Book there links you go. and stuff. They'll, they'll, I'll try to put them in the description. Uh, Elliot, why don't you go first? Uh, let the people know what you liked in the year 2022. All right. I obviously, I don't consume media generally uh, up to the minute. Yeah. I'm usually at least a year behind, so I didn't see most of the best stuff of the year, probably, but uh, movies, ones that stood out for me, obviously, The Batman, probably my favorite superhero mm -hmm. movie of years. Jackass Forever was awesome, seeing all those Jackass boys back together. And uh, girl. Oh, yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at Rachel once. Rachel Wolfson, who uh, follows us on Twitter, apparently. Wow. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. The Daniels movie. A lot of discourse around that, but I thought it was just a nice film. The discourse. I don't is... need to argue with anyone about it. I, uh, I'm confident in the fact that I enjoyed it, and I think it's good. I think and it's that's all that matters. Great that one of the Daniels stepped in and cooled everyone, everyone off. Just calm down, please. Yes. Um, let's see. The Chippendale movie was a nice little surprise. Oh yeah. The Beavis and Butthead yeah. uh, movie was a nice little surprise. Nope was probably my favorite all-around movie of the year. Quite mm -hmm. enjoyed that. Um, Prey was another nice little surprise. Hulu, nice yeah. little franchise yeah. reboot there. Hellraiser, another great little franchise reboot. I did reboot. not see that one. I gotta check it's, it out. It's surprisingly good. I didn't even really like the old Hellraiser movies, but I I, I liked the new one a lot. Yeah. Barbarian. Uh, I liked it more than you, I think. You but, did, uh, but I, I was blown away I, by it. I loved it. I still it. liked it a lot. Um, in terms of TV, uh, Atlanta ended this year on a very high note. Fucking great show. Mm -hmm. Maybe my favorite show. Better Call Saul also ended yeah. this year. On a fantastic note, um, Barry had a great season. Yeah. We Own This City, the David Simon miniseries about uh, corruption in the Baltimore Police Department was fantastic. 
uh, the dropout, the show about uh, Elizabeth uh, uh, Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes yeah. was uh, a tour de force for Amanda Seyfried, Seyfried as uh, just a complete fucking weirdo. Yeah. Uh, White Lotus season two just ended. I, I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, I just fin- I just watched very, the finale. Very difficult, just a a painful show to watch. Much much like uh, with uh, everything everywhere and and like Rick and Morty fandom, the fandom for White Lotus season two is getting a little too overbearing, where it's yeah, kind of cringe to like it, but I, it is good. I think that it's everyone a very well made show. Everyone that got on the hype train big time for season two really needs to go back and watch season one. Yeah, because a lot of the stuff they're coming up with for what they think will happen in season three is just not what the show's about at all. Like, just go watch season one. Um, in terms of books, I read like 30 books this year, <laughs> but only three of them came out within the last year. Uh, two memoirs, the Bob Odenkirk memoir, real good. If you're into uh, that comedy scene that sprang out of like the early 90s. Uh, the Jeanette McCurdy book, I never watched Sam and Cat or any of that Nickelodeon shit, yeah. but it's a fucking great book about just like, being a child actor and how weird and evil that whole industry is. I have that on my Libby app. It's supposed to... It's a great audio book. Next week is the audio book. I I can get it by then. And then The Dawn of Everything by uh, David Graeber and David Wengro came out at the very end of last year, so technically not 2022, but uh, it's about a thousand or so pages. It, It took me... I probably read it too fast. It's a book. It's literally about, like, the dawn of human civilization and how we got here over the past... 20,000 years. Is that the same guy that wrote Debt? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's a great book. I highly recommend it, but take your time. It's a lot to digest. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're going to want to be Googling stuff constantly to see what they're talking about. Uh, And then in terms of music, I don't know. There's four albums that came out this year that I liked, especially uh, Viagra Boys released one. Yeah. Spoon released a new album. Mm -hmm. King Gizzard released like, I don't know, 10 albums. I can't keep track of them, but they're all good. Start wherever you want in that discography. And then I really liked the uh, Radiohead side project, The Smile. They're playing next week here. So we should go to that. Yeah. We'll see. It's a great album. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, As for me, I didn't really focus on movies or TV shows because just like everyone else, I liked kind of the same shit that everyone else liked this year. It was a great year for movies and TVs or TV shows. Uh, I would add uh, Andor to the list because you haven't watched it yet, but I really enjoyed that. Um, But uh, this year, I focused more on books because. Over the years, I haven't really uh, read all that much, and this year I just like Reading made a goal. Joy. Yeah, made a goal, and so I think I might hit it. I was supposed to do 20 books this year. I'm at 17 now, and I'm currently reading two at the same time. I so. think you can do it. Yeah, I think um, you can make it. So I'm gonna start with uh, books, and and of course, obviously, one of these didn't come out this year, but I read it this year. It came out last year, but you know, whatever. Um, is Sellout by Dan Ozzy. This is a book that is about like the signing spree that yeah. major labels went on with all these underground bands. They sold out. It man. covers like uh, My Chemical Romance, Thursday, Green Day, uh, Blink-182, just all these like Jimmy Eat World, uh, Rise Against, and it's just an incredible like behind the scenes look at, oddly enough, like a lot of the drama that went into just these bands coming to terms with the fact that they were taking money from a major label and the consolations they had to make with their artistry, even though they weren't actually doing that. Uh, but more interesting is like how they got screwed over or it, the whole thing's fascinating. Um, next up would be readme.txt by Chelsea Manning, which is wow. uh, obviously like incredibly fascinating. To I didn't just even know hear, she put a book out this uh, First-hand experience with... Uh, just everything. <laughs> yeah, but uh, securing the information that was yeah. leaked, uh, how 
it's just a completely fascinating book. She's had a pretty wild uh, couple years. Yeah, and then uh, uh, All the Living and the Dead by Haley Campbell. Uh, it is a book that is about just uh, death and the people that work in the actual death industry, not the military, but mm. the actual death industry. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's about embalmers, uh, people who um, recover bodies at like natural disasters or terrorist uh, bombings and stuff like that. It's just how what happens to the body when it dies between dying and getting into the dirt. And, uh, you know, she interviews morticians and embalmers and pe first responders. It is an incredibly fascinating it's a, it's book. It's a heavy, heavy topic. And turns out that uh, all the people that work in the death, death, death industry, for the most part, are some of the nicest, friendliest well, people you'd in have the world. to be. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> as far as, as music, I could sit here all day and tell you the best albums of the year. I'm going to name some artists and I'm going to leave it up to you to just go find their albums because I could just sit and talk about it for forever. But here's some artists. Go find the albums they did this year. Soul Glow, Inclination, SZA, which just came out uh, this week or last week, and it's incredible. Nova Twins, Military Gun, Mind Force, and two that I want to uh, uh, specifically talk about, Chat Pile, uh, which released an album called God's Country, which is the most horrifyingly depressing album. But they have a song called Why that is about the homeless crisis in America, and it is fantastic. Uh, also, uh, it's just, it's it's like sludgy horror music. It's in, an incredible album, but it's a, uh, definitely puts you in a mood. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, my favorite album of the year is uh, Euthanasia by Stray From The Path. It is an incredibly important album. It's incredibly heavy. Uh, this band, it's one of the heaviest albums of the year. It's one of the most, I think, lyrically important albums of the year. If you watch this show and you just have a lot of like, you know, you're angry at the same stuff we are. You have a lot of pent up rage and aggression. like. This is very therapeutic. Uh, also, <laughs> warning, uh, you're, you're probably going to be on a list by listening to this. Pull out the lyric book and read along, and uh, it's pretty... They do not hold back. There is uh, no subtlety. It's as if Rage Against the Machine was like, let's go heavier and uh, just straight up blatant with our lyrics. So definitely, definitely listen to the entire album. Get the, uh, the lyric book out. It is very heavy if you can uh, handle it. Um, but uh, I, it, I just I think it's really important to listen to. So, and as far as video games, Cult of the Lamb came out this year, and I just burned right through it. It was great. I didn't play any 2022 games. Wait, did Loop Hero come out this year? Probably not. I can't remember. It's been so long. Anyway, yeah, that's the most recent thing I played. Yeah. Anyway, we have uh, at least one more episode this year, so stay tuned. Don't leave yet. We're still here, and we'll be back the first week of 2023 yeah. at some point. Um, so watch every video we made this year twice. Yeah. Get started now. It'll probably take you till the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Or if we've entertained you this year and you're, you're feeling generous, what a great time to click the join or thank button and, and send us a little tip for making all these videos for you. Yeah. This is America. We tip here. Yeah, you tip your barista, barista <laughs> when they flip that screen around, right? That's right. So we're flipping the screen around right now. You see the join button yeah. or the thank button? And I'm looking over and being like, no, they can see it from their screen. They know when you're not tipping. I know. Uh, so yeah, the tip jar's right there. Go nuts. But again, just watching our videos, hitting the like button, leaving comments, all of that is, is great. We're just happy you're here. And thank you for another amazing year with us. So again, one or two more episodes before the end of the year. So don't log out of YouTube yet. Now you can watch our previous videos. Uh, and we'll be back for a new episode of Weekly Weird News. Yep. So see you soon and then a break. Adios. Bye.